And we are live, a new episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin, joined by two of the homies, two of the A1 Day Ones, Patrick Tregoning. Pat, how's it going? Yo, yo, what's going on? And Derek Sparks. Spark A, how's it going? Not so bad, Kay. How about you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. A tough week one for, for our Cleveland Browns, a heartbreaking loss. Um, you know, but, you know, the main reason I wanted to get both of you on the podcast was, Derek, you were at the game in Kansas City week one. And Pat, you are going to game two, the home opener uh, against Houston on Sunday. So I kind of wanted to, like, bounce off, like, how Derek, how it was, like, week one, you know, in Kansas City, like, being there in person. And then, you know, maybe how that, like, could be compared to maybe some of Pat's uh, expectations of, uh, you know, going to the home opener um but first you know just quick thoughts on um you know Derek going to the game Sunday like being there at Arrowhead or whatever right it's still Arrowhead but it's like a new f- name of the stadium is that is that correct yeah it's like GEHA field at Arrowhead or, or something yeah but everyone still calls it Arrowhead down there so it, yeah doesn't matter <laughs> so what, what was it like uh, I mean, obviously, aside from the outcome, it, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, that's, I think it's, that's my fifth game at Arrowhead, my third Browns Chiefs game at Arrowhead, and it's, it's always a great atmosphere. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, obviously, you know, again, the outcome was standing. But, but yeah, it, it, was, it was electric. Um, it was obviously much different than the playoff game in January, which I was also there for because it was limited capacity in January where Sunday it was full capacity. That, I mean, it was rocking. It was, it was a great atmosphere for a game. Was, if you had to like give a percentage, like it seemed like there was a decent amount of Browns fans uh, just overall, like, was it, it really was, was, was it a good percentage? Do you think? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's hard to give a percentage, but I mean, like, and where I was sitting, I would, you know, we were up in the nosebleeds, but like mm-hmm. we, we had we had quite a few Browns fans around us, um, and just like looking, you know, throughout the game, looking around the stadium, there, there was you know there was um, spot you know um, different pockets of brown and orange, you know, um, around the stadium. It, I, I thought Browns fans um, showed up and, and showed out and uh, you know cheered on the team well. I, I, yeah, I thought we uh, Browns fans traveled well. Um, I, I, I talked to several people who like drove from Cleveland <laughs> Damn. and yeah, I talked, talked to a couple guys and they're like, yeah, yeah, we drove from Cleveland. And I was like, man, I, I dread that. I would dread that drive back, Ugh, drive back. Thank God mine's only like five hours, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, Browns fans, uh, you know, like I said, there was a good contingency there. I, I was really, really impressed with how much Brown and Orange was in that stadium. And then, like, just from what you uh, just saw on the field, because like it, it's a little bit of a a little bit of a different perspective, like being in the stadium, or maybe like you know, just like other Kansas City Chiefs fans talking about the Browns just around you. Like, what what was the overall like thought of the Browns? Like, do they they obviously think like like Dan, the Browns are going to be really good, and we're definitely going to see them again uh, in January. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, you, know, you both know my wife's a Chiefs fan, so mm-hmm. I. But you know, the fa- the Chiefs fans, I you know that that I didn't know that I talked to, like after the game and stuff, they were all like, "Dude, like you guys are legit!" Like, like that was a hell of a game, you know. And a couple of them were like, "Dude, like 
we we were we were worried like there for a little bit like holy <laughs> crap like they're like yeah you guys came to play and you know so yeah i mean they were obviously you know they were impressed i think and thought you know i think we you know showed you know no more victories right i'm i'm done with that game no but no yeah no not at all but i think <laughs> that you know we we showed like we're for real like we were we're a legit contender in this conference and and we're 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 forced to be reckoned with i think Pet, uh, so your thoughts on just the overall game uh, on Sunday from what you saw or, you know, because I know that you were kind of like in and out, you had a power outage, like in the middle of the game. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, what a horrible time for the power to go out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, from what I did see, and I went back and I kind of watched film after the fact, um, it was uh, disappointing, I think is the word that I kind of took away from it, is that they, you know, I kind of, you know, I had blind ambition thinking that they were going to be able to pull one out and, and they obviously do have the pieces to pull one out, but then as the day went on and, you know, Odell's inactive and Delpit's not playing as the pieces kind of came out, it was like, mm, okay, this might be a little harder, but I still think they can do it. Uh, and obviously they were close. They showed they can compete and, um, you know, just, you know, you got it when you play a team like the Chiefs fan, you, you got to limit their possessions and, mm-hmm. and uh, not move in the ball. will uh, we'll do that, unfortunately. But I think I'm, I'm so positive about where this team is uh, for the most part. And uh, I'm ready for week two. Yeah. I mean, I think we all are after that. Uh, just like, I think that was a good way to, to put it. Just disappointing. Um, especially when, you know, you go into halftime, you're up what 22 to 10 or something. 22 like that. to 10. Yeah. And, you know, you, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to stop Mahomes and, and the Chiefs offense. Um, but yeah, it's really the, the turnovers, right? And, you know, I, a lot of people say that, you know, that Nick Chubb fumble was really the turning point. And, and I just, I got to disagree, right? I mean, even though they scored right after that, and I think they held him to a field goal, if I remember the Browns came back, it, it was 22 to, to 20 and the Browns came back, scored a touchdown they're up nine, and then two plays later, they sc- they have seven more points. You know, on that crazy deep ball to uh, Tyreek Hill. I mean, it would help too if the punter, you know. Well, well, I mean, that's that's that another was... thing, right? Like you have, you give up that, then you go three and out, and then your punter just drops the ball. It was right in his hands, and I... then panics and runs. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know Pat McAfee kind of said Pat, Pat was, you know, obviously, you know, we all know who he is and his NFL career. He, he said on Monday, he's like, you got to kick the ball. You got to mm-hmm. find a way out. And, and the last thing you want to do is take off run, give them the ball deep in their own territory, which is unfortunately that's what he did. And, you know, you gotta, gotta keep your you know head on a swivel. Um, but I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of media members even said the five plays that changed the game were the Tyree kill 75 yarder. And then the ensuing possession where it ultimately ended with Gillen dropping the ball. Yeah. Derek, you were going to say something. Yeah. I could smell the piss on the field up in row three, four, up in section three, four, <laughs> pissed right down his leg. I mean, and, you know, and the fact that he was like a former rugby player, like that's even more inexcusable because like, right. dude, like you're used to like running and like kicking and like, I, I just, he panicked, he panicked and, you know, and I, you know, I'm not 
I don't want to kill him too too bad, but like man, like that was that was brutal. It was brutal. And and I got to be honest, I didn't even see it live because I was like, oh, we're putting. Let me check my fantasy scores real quick. And I look up and he's running around like a damn chick with his head cut off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, well, surely Stefanski didn't call a fake. <laughs> you no, know, not not on third and not on third and eleven <laughs> or whatever it was. Or, or was it, well, it was like or fourth, fourth and, and eleven, fourth yeah, and fifteen or yeah. yeah, whatever it was that deep in our own territory and i was and then i just looked over my dad was just like oh my god <laughs> he's like, like this can't be happening what i thought was interesting when when he got the ball back he obviously had time to kick it away yep. but he's left footed and then he but he ran right with it that's what i don't understand yeah. if he runs to the left he actually had enough room, room. to to like you know rugby style kick it like they do like they do in college anyway you know what I mean how many college punters they they do they take the snap they run over and then like they pooch it for you know yeah. 35 40 yards you know you're not expect you already fucked up once you know what I mean but but to run into the defense like if he goes to the left like he's able to he, he's at least able to punt the ball away and especially when you're left footed you know what I mean and even if it's like a shitty like thirty yard punt, like that's better than giving it to him inside the twenty. Yeah, you know, a hundred percent. And and in hindsight, do you think like he's a pretty good athlete? Do you think he thought that like, hey, I can make a run at this and like screw it? Like I I don't know. I but then like he went right and then boom, there's like four chiefs and then he goes left and there's like two three more guys and it's like yeah, what the hell are you doing? Like I, I, just, I don't know what he was thinking. I just I think he's that- panicked. Yeah, I think he just panicked. Like, like you said, you know, he could just just see the piss going down his leg. <laughs> I think um. <laughs> not to cut not to cut both of you off. I, I think it I, it was a matter of I think it, I think a veteran NFL punter knows what to do in that situation. Yeah, not, is, but this is already a, year three, though. Like, I don't. But think I'm, you, but I'm saying not. I'm so, I'm talking like I'm talking groomed veteran. Britain like, quit punt, punts out away. Thank. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying we should bring him back. <laughs> no, but I mean, man, I don't know. Like, this is year three already, and I get like he was new to punting, you know, in his first year in 2019, and then maybe a little bit last year. But like, this is year three. Like, like you're a veteran, and you should know by now. You know what I mean? And it's not like he had a great year last year, um, which is you know kind of tough. You know, looking at like the the statistics for punting, you know, he was ranked like in the late twenties with like net yardage and and stuff like that. So, um, it it just, you know, if he if he shanks a punt, it's like oh damn it, like shit happens, right? Yeah. But dropping the punt or dropping a snap, like you just kind of hope that you know it's um it it doesn't like affect him holding extra points or extra, uh, holding a few goals. Yeah. You, you hope it's not a long-term, like you, you hope he doesn't have the yips basically. Yeah, from right. A hundred percent. So um, overall encouraging performance. Yes. Like I know no more victories, but you know, we hung with the chiefs um, Baker played well, just your thoughts on, on how well Baker played and you know, how well, um, just the entire offense kind of uh, played overall. Derek, uh, we'll go with you if you're still here. 
Yeah. So you guys kind of cut out there for for a second. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Again, no more victories, but do, like we were the better team for three quarters. You know, like we we outplayed them for the large portion of the game, and it, it, I think you, I think you can come away and go. You know what? Like, hey, we're right there. We're right there. Um, as far as Baker, listen, I I know, I you know, Twitter has been a shit show for the last two days, but he played really well, man. He played really well up until that interception. And mm-hmm. yeah, he he missed a few throws here and there, of course. You know, I mean, they all do, but yeah, I, I thought he looked really good. Um, if, yeah, and overall, an encouraging performance from the team. Um, I, I I can't wait for I can't wait for Sunday. Pet. Um, you know, just, he had one bad throw realistically. And then, you know, one, and it wasn't even that he was trying to do that. Like I, you know, Romo said it best right off the pick. He's trying to throw the ball away and you can tell he's trying to throw the ball away. If he doesn't get tripped up in the backside as he's getting brought down, I think that ball goes into the stands. Boom. You live to see another play. And we were moving um, the ball too. That's what's frustrating. Like they were so, moving the ball down the field. Yeah. Uh, they were. Sorry, I didn't and, cut you off. But. No, that's okay. No, they. I think they absolutely. They absolutely were, and that's what was frustrating about it. Overall, though, I mean, Baker, uh, Baker for the last two meetings against the Chiefs has shown up, and you know, I think just he didn't have all the tools with him. Unfortunately, I think you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll go down on the hill of saying if you have Odell for both of those Chiefs games, you win both of them. Um, you know, uh, but I think Baker. Baker Baker silenced a lot of critics with his play the last two weeks. And not just Odell, um, even though that was one of the main things I came away with after the game. Like, damn, if you have Odell, like, he's a legitimate threat, you know, when you need points quickly. You know what I mean? Um, but not just Odell. Like, losing Jedrick Wills yep. in back-to-back Chiefs games uh, early on in the game, you know, that's, that's rough. Um, because, right, like – you're driving uh, right before the end of the first half, and uh, I think it's uh, Chris Jones, right? He he gets a sack um, when he was one-on-one with, with Chris Hubbard, right? So that kind of kills your momentum. You're kind of behind the eight ball, and and maybe you maybe you don't end up with a touchdown, right? But maybe you end up with a field goal or at least a field goal attempt instead of like a crazy Hail Mary that they almost worked out, right? It almost happened. Um, Dude, I was up there screaming, he's got blockers. He's got blockers. I thought he was going to score. I thought he was in. <laughs> but I just think it was funny, like, you know, just kind of the reaction to that play. But not maybe that play specifically, but people were like, oh, I can't believe the- Kevin Stefanski's a-, a goddamn genius throwing a Hail Mary on fourth down with three seconds left. It's like every fucking team does that. Did you not watch Thursday night when Tom Brady threw a pick? Like, he threw a pick. Because it was fourth down, like he, everybody yeah. does that. Everybody just does that. Just chucked it fifty yeah. yards or whatever it was. Sure. And yeah, hope yeah. for something good. And yeah, it's a, there's no downside. And now, I'll, no, not really. I mean, yeah, unless they returned it a hundred and some yards, then whatever. But like, yeah, but the likelihood of that going to happen is or, extremely right. small. Very low. Yep. And then you have, um, and, and honestly, the reason why they did the play that they did was, I mean. The Chiefs had like six men, six men like right in the box. So yeah. at that point, well, yeah, get the ball out quickly and, and see if you get a couple blockers and, you know, maybe, right, maybe something crazy happens or maybe when they're tackling you, 
they grab a hold of your face mask, and yep. next thing you know, you have a a a thirty yard field goal attempt to to end the half. You know, it's like those little things, like like that's what could happen, right? But uh-huh. I just think it was kind of funny, like just the overreaction to like that specific play. Um, my wife, my wife, obviously I was at work and my wife watched the game at home. And, and I, first thing she said to me when I came home that night was, uh, well, that Hail Mary was probably my favorite play I've seen all year. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. That, it, it, it almost That's worked. right up there. It almost worked. I mean, <laughs> they were close. <laughs> And I mean, dude, 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 oh, sorry, real quick. There was a guy behind me, you know, Chiefs fan, and he <laughs> he goes, man, he goes, if you he goes, if you guys want to score, he goes, I was leaving. He goes, I was heading home. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, right, that happens, and you're just like, I don't know. Like, see, maybe a play like that, if you have Odell, who's just so dynamic in the open yep. field, instead of Jarvis Landry as your, like, main ball handler, right? I mean, and, and maybe Landry's better off as – as a lead blocker in that play instead of having like Odell, um, you know, it's just like, it's those little things, right? Cause was Schwartz on the field. Um, I, I, I think, I, I, think he, I think he was lined okay. up all the way to the, like the, the near the side, like the side. left side. Yeah. yeah. Because in front of him, it was uh DPJ and, and I think in Joku. So like yeah. those, I mean, those are two pretty stout, you know, receiver oh, yeah. and, and tight ends as your lead blockers. But well, but my thing is like, why not give Schwartz the ball? He's the second fastest guy in, in, in that game. I I think honestly, I think it's one of those things where you don't want to. You don't want to put too much on him, but also but like, not just. But not just that. I don't think you want to outrun your blocking. Well, either. that's true too. That's true too. Like that's true. Like maybe, and maybe it's just this weird. Like, or maybe what if you put Nick Chubb there? Yeah. Instead. And he truck sticks somebody, and boom. Yeah, yeah and you boom. Know, like, you're right, but you also don't expect the chiefs to, you know, have six men in the box, right? Like you don't expect that really. Right. Um, yeah. Again, it's just schematics, right? We, mm-hmm. we see, we've seen different teams do different things, especially at the end of halves and at the end of games, you know, some like to bring a ton of pressure. Um, others don't, I mean. Shout out Greg Williams. Right, right, right. right. Or, you know, what, the uh, Ravens did last night against the uh, the Raiders, right? They're just all out blitz on Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and he just like flings it up there. And Zay, Zay Jones, Jones. Is, all he has to do is just run underneath the ball like a punt and catch it and waltz into the end zone. Kind of forgot he was still in the league, to be honest. I did too. I did too. <laughs> I was like, who's number eight? I was like, oh, Zay Jones. It was like, is he is he good enough to like change his number? Like what? <laughs> but I mean, hey, good for him, you know? Like. Yeah. That was a god. Not to, to that was a wild finish. Gym to Christmas. Oh, it was it was insane. It was a hundred percent insane. I mean, we could talk about week one. Like we already talked about the Browns and like because again, it's weird, right? We know what the expectations are for um, what the Brown like for the Browns and, and all that stuff. Um, well, and it's like you tweeted like I I expect to win every every week. week yeah, like I know 100%. we're not going to win every week, but like I go in like there's not a team in this league we can't beat. Not a single team. No, and anybody that that they line up across from, and like week week one's obviously a weird week, right? You have like the Packers getting blown out, and you know the Bills they're up ten points, and the Steelers can't move the ball at all. And next thing you know, they they force a fumble and, and a block punt, and next thing you know, they they win by what 10, 13 points. So eh, football is weird. <laughs> it's definitely weird, especially early on. 
Um, but but I did expect the Browns to play well initially, just because yep. like they they had all eleven starters back uh, from last look, year. Before we move on from the Browns game, two quick things. Whenever I I know conventional wisdom is you know, well I know we lost we lost the, the coin toss. But mm-hmm. if you if you, if I win in the coin toss against the Chiefs, I'm taking the football first. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the football first, and I'm milking seven eight minutes off that clock, and ho- hopefully, and, and that's what they did. They went down, they scored. I love the the two point conversion after the penalty. Love it. Um, and um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, just shout shout out to Kevin Stefanski. I he, he called a fantastic game. Fantastic game. I. There's, I mean, a couple plays here and there, but I, I, overall, I thought he called a great game offensively. No, I, I, I definitely agree uh, with that. I mean, you know, I don't think Kevin Stefanski is the the issue at all. I mean, you can obviously score points, oh, right? No. Yeah. Um, and even, you know, even like defensively, right? It's it's tough because it is the Kansas City Chiefs. That being said, like. I, I'm pretty sure Travis Kelsey is still wide open in the red zone, like oh. today, and it's Tuesday that- night. No, well, God. now that you said that, that's another thing. The past two games against the Chiefs, those two hit Kelsey and Hill have been wide open on yep. like ninety percent of the plays, and like I don't get it. Like, and it's not just us; it's everybody. But like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, how are they? I mean, make make McCall Hardman beat you, make Demarcus Robinson beat you. Like, don't let Kelsey and I, they're going to get theirs right. Like, we all know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But like, you can't let Tyreek Hill go for you know damn near 200 yards you can't let travis kelsey like bully you in the red zone like again he's going to get his in the red zone that, that's where he's at that's where you know he's good he's good there but like you gotta you gotta do something like i just ugh, what it just thickens me like they're just running wide open down the field and i'm like what are we doing like what who's covering them what what's insane about that too is when you look at and i know we like to kind of naysay pro football focus warden newsom both graded out low to mid 70s which isn't terrible for what you. Have I mean, it's pretty solid for yeah. what you have to go up against. Yeah, you know, I mean, the fact I mean, I had dude, just Hill is a different animal, man. Like, well, yeah. I, so I could understand like with their game plan, you know, keep everybody in front of you, right? Um, uh, that makes a ton of sense, and you see what happens when you know something breaks through, right? With Hill and his, you know, seventy-five yard uh, bomb. Um, that can't that can't happen either. That, that obviously that happen. obviously that can't happen either. But when you, the field is so condensed, there are three players you have to keep an eye on: Hill, Kelsey, and now Patrick Mahomes running the ball. This I, I believe. I mean, if I remember correctly from last year, uh, the playoff game. I mean, he had a rushing touchdown too. And I mean, the fact that oh my god, the fact that fifty one just slipped. And had his ankles broken by Patrick Mahomes, who was ten yards in front of him. Like, I can't believe that actually happened. He is god awful. Like, what is he doing? There's is is there seriously not anybody else that can play linebacker? I have no I mean, idea. I, I have no idea. Because again, uh, you know, you know how I am, Kay. I don't like to trash people, but my god, but he's awful. I mean, he was awful. He's terrible. He was awful. I mean. That play, and then it was, was it was it Clyde that he like tried to tackle on the sideline and completely just like well yeah well no it it was it was it was Clyde which set up the um 
the Ronnie Harrison tackle early on in the game, which, you know, ended up him getting ejected from the weird push. And number one, I don't, I don't like the Ronnie Harrison. I get it flagging, whatever, but the fact that he's kicked out, yet coach has to go to the coach isn't kicked out or suspended for a game. I think that's utter, uh, that's utter bullshit. I, I, I I'd say for that, that coach in the parking lot. I, yeah. I think scared. I'd uh, say that to anybody, uh, you know, if it was my team, if it was, you yeah, know, it, if it was, uh, you know, uh, I, it, Chad O'Shea, right. Shoving somebody. I'd be Shoving. like, dude, dude, he's got to go. Like, you can't do that. Like he's got to get kicked out of the game. And, but, or just, again, just two flags on a play and you just move on. But to, yeah, to, to kick Ronnie Harrison out of the game because he shoved somebody, a, a coach, again, who should be held to a higher standard, in my opinion, yep. than a player. Um, because, like, that's just the hierarchy of the business, right? Right. He's the authority figure. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, uh, you can't. Yeah, you can. And then, and then I, I believe they said like the shove, and then they said he kicked him. Uh, Ronnie Harrison kicked the uh, Edwards Hilaire, and I was just like, what? Like that was so incidental. Like, well, and everybody, because I, I, it, you know, it was hard to see from where I was at, but like everybody that like I talked to that like here, you know, like at work today that watched it on TV, they're like, dude, like he got, he was, he was trying he was to tripped. get out. Yeah, he yeah, was like, like he got bumped and then stepped on the guy, and yeah. then the coach shoved, you know. It was yeah, it's ridiculous. Greg Lewis is famous for two things: catching that pass from Favre in Minnesota and shoving Ronnie Harrison. That coach, I'm sorry, that that coach, like any coach that makes contact with a player like that, even if it's even if it's like not like even if it's mild mannered, almost like that, they gotta go. You gotta go. That should be that should be that should borderline be personal foul. Yeah, I mean, how is oh, that absolutely. not taunting, right? How that should that be all setting penalties. hundred percent. And, and find and, and find them both. Like yeah, agreed. And uh, I didn't even know Ronnie got ejected. I couldn't hear it in the stadium. I didn't even. I I checked Twitter and found out he got ejected. I well, didn't the, even know he got ejected. The, the crazy thing was they they called it on the field, right? They called, you know, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on yeah. on yeah on uh, the Chiefs bench, and then they came back and they said personal foul on Ronnie Harrison and then he was ejected. It was like, wait, how did we how did we get how did we go from one one uh play right to then I guess New York buzzing in and going, let's review this play, you know, in case of a punch thrown and then like now he's out of the game? What? Like what the fuck just happened? Yeah, and not that like that was the difference, right? But like, I'd rather have Ronnie Harrison out there than MJ Stewart. Right, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. all day, I'd rather, I'd rather have him out there. But it so is. to to wrap up like week one, uh, who was uh, a player that like impressed uh, both of you um, from the game? Pat or me? Yeah, um, Pat. Uh, uh, we are are we talking week one? Just Brown Chiefs? Yeah. Week one, Browns cheese, mostly um, for the Browns, obviously. For for the fact that we didn't see a lot of them in the preseason, or we saw them in very limited action, I thought Anthony Schwartz did very well. Yep. Um, I you know I was I surprised that Richard Higgins only played four snaps. Yes, I don't really know why. I didn't really read any press conference clippings or anything like 
that or if it was a scheme thing. Um, but for the for the snaps that Anthony Schwartz played, he made the he made he made a difference in those. Yeah, the one pass he dropped, you know, I mean, you know, Baker might have it looks like Baker might have led him a little too far. Um, but I think for the you know, first game you're going against the AFC Conference champions, I'll take three for sixty nine yards from him any day of the week. Derek. Well, I was gonna say Schwartz, but I you know, I, I guess I'll go Baker. Well, and and Njoku played well too. I thought David Njoku played very well. Um, but yeah, I, I think Baker showed like like he he can do it, man. He he can deal. He he can he can play with these with, with these teams um, again. Not the you know interception an interception withstanding. I, I thought he played extremely well. He you know, he didn't have the touchdown passes, but he, he didn't need to because we're you know Chubb and Kareem just did everything. But I and I I thought Baker played very well. I was impressed. I think the one guy that really stands out to me was Malik McDowell. Like, yep. We uh, the first excellent. snap of the game, he was. I mean, he was in the face of of Patrick Mahomes. And I think we found a stud. I think we did too. And Taff McKinley was in the backfield. I mean, this defensive yep. line is is really good, and it's crazy to think that you know everybody thought that the defensive line last year going into last year was the strength of this team um, on the defensive side. And I think now going forward, they're really, really good. Um, I'm still a little weary about like Joe Woods and, you know, how he schemes up things and stuff like that. But, you know, after week one, like uh, I'll give him a couple more weeks to see, you know, like even though Houston put up a ton of points against Jacksonville, like that, that shouldn't happen this week on, on the, Sunday. The crazy stat I saw about Tech McKinley, and then I know we'll move on. Highest pass rush win rate has an edge defender. Joey Bosa, number one. Harold Landry, number two. Alex Highsmith from the Steelers, number three. Tack McKinley was number four. Man, you love to see that. And Jadavian Clowney had like a couple great plays he, like he on the on the jet well sweep. Yeah. Um and obviously Miles like he was in that backfield all day. I mean it, if you didn't watch the game or like Derek, you're watching the game, but you don't get to see everything because you're there. Like mm-hmm. he was in the backfield all game and then obviously yeah. came up big, you know, with a, with a giant sack on, on third and long. Um, Dude. To, to <laughs> One more tidbit from the crowd. Right. So it was, it was right before the sack. There was some, some guy who was actually a Patriots fan, but he was happened to be in town. So he came to the game. He was pissed drunk mm-hmm. and he, <laughs> he, he, he's like, Hey, I I ever heard Miles Garrett's name all day. Where's he at? Is he even here? And then like, well, no. well, he he made a tackle. Mm-hmm. He, he made a tackle, and I said, and like, literally the next play, he made a tackle, and I and I said, I was like, oh, there you go. I was like, <laughs> sit down. And then he goes, he goes, oh no, there's a count. I need to sack. And then like a couple plays later, he got the sack, and the guy took a drink of his beer. He goes, all right, I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that was a good one. He'd give me a fist bump. <laughs> All right, Pat. Uh, so we talked to Derek about like his experience being there week one um, in Kansas City. You're going to the game on Sunday, the home opener. Uh, w- what's your expectation? It's the first game, obviously, off of the great year the Browns had last year. Um, but, you know, finally, full capacity crowd. What is it? 67,000 plus now? Um, I think they'll, the oh, I, I, they'll probably break 70 on Sunday. <laughs> Just that, what's your that, expectations for the oh, for Sunday? Um, 
that stadium's about to be jumping. Um, I, I'm excited. This is, uh, you know, I got to, I got to go to, you know, being a season ticket holder, I got to go to home openers in high school. Uh, I went to the Saints, the very first one, when uh, Reggie Bush got drafted. And then I saw Brett Favre in the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And those teams were kind of ass, putting it nicely. So it was, it wasn't, I don't think it's going to be the same intensity as what we're going to see on Sunday. Sunday is going to be a, uh, I have expectations of that crowd going to be, all right, who, who's getting their ass kicked first. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm here for it. Um, you know, especially with last year, my family, we opted out of our tickets last year just because, you know, with everything going on. And mm-hmm. so we all kind of text each other as a family. We're like, Yo, this was a horrible mistake. <laughs> if they if they give us an opt out, we gotta say no next year. And uh, so we're I I knew, uh, yeah, with everything that happened last year, I knew the moment when I saw the home opener. I, I sat there and I said, I I gotta be in that stadium. And I think it's going to be uh, jumping. Uh, I I thought you know get, getting to go to the NFL draft. I thought the crowd was electric for the draft. Um, I think that's just gonna be amplified even more come Sunday. And uh, your prediction for for Sunday? Uh, uh, pain? Uh, no, kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, pain for who? Uh, well, well, exactly. <laughs> you know, I I, I got to be on my best behavior when I sit next to probably Pharaoh Brown's family uh, down down in the visiting section. Um, oh, no, I, I think Browns are going to come out. I think I think Week One was a borderline farce uh, for Houston. Um, just. I, I think it was a Mickey Mouse win when you see who they were playing. Uh, I I like the Browns probably. They're, as of right now, I, I think the line I saw was 11 and a half. I've seen 11 and a half and I've seen 12 and a half and I think they cover both. Uh, I'm going to say 30, 31, 17, but it's not going to be like a close 31, 17. It's like 31, 10 with two minutes to go in the fourth and they, and get, a touchdown. they get a touchdown. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be close. I, I, I think it's two different teams. Now, now with that being said, I think and, David hey, Coley. Hold on, hold on. Anything under, anything over twenty-one, I think Joe Woods should get fired. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay are running wild, we we have problems. Uh, yeah, Brandon Cooks is you know cooking cooking the linebackers over the middle. No, I th- I agree, but I think uh, I think they win handily on Sunday, and for the betters, I think they cover. Uh, Derek, your thoughts on Sunday? I I think they're gonna come out with their ass on fire. Forty-one seventeen. Oh hell yeah! Woo! Let's fucking go! Forty-one. <laughs> 17 I'm telling you dude that that stadium I oh god Pat I'm I know I you know I got to go to week one but I'm jealous I would love to be at that home opener dude that place is going to be rocking and and I can I can speak a little from experience in Arrowhead like dude that that state that crowd can can carry you I mean they, they can they can kind of bring you back to life when you're down or whatever 
and I think it's going to carry the, you know, going to help the Browns from the jump. And I think I, they're just going to beat pit, beat the piss out of the Texans. I, I liken it, I liken it a lot to the Jets game when they opened the fridges because, in which I was at, I was at shout out Lashawn. I was, I was out there with Lashawn for that game. Don't shout and, him out. And, <laughs> um, and I just remember, I remember the first quarter, like you, you felt the energy slowly, slowly kind of drifting away. But then as the game went on, obviously it helped with, you know, Baker. White. Baker comes in, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the place got jacked up without question, just shot in the arm. Everyone was up. And then I liken it a lot to the last game I went to, which was the game where Mason Rudolph allegedly said the no, no word. Um, Uh, and, and and nobody sat that whole game. Everybody was up. Everybody was juiced. I, that's what I really anticipate is going to happen on Sunday. Dude, I'm excited. I am excited it's gonna be an awesome day it's gonna be beautiful weather like 80 degrees sunny sunday like let's let's fucking go um i think that's it i think that's a a fun way to to wrap up uh you know recapping not just the game but but you know derek's experience uh of being there uh, in kansas city week one and then pat your your expectations for uh uh week two the home opener uh, against houston and obviously our predictions so derek you want to shout your twitter and whatnot yeah um uh, at Sparky D two one three, check it out. Yeah, that's Spar- Derek's Twitter, and then Pat obviously shout out your Twitter, and then shout out uh, you know your college basketball podcast. Yeah, uh, I have a college basketball podcast. We're getting ready to go. Top twenty five preseason preseason top twenty five players in the NCAA coming soon. Stay tuned for that. You can find the podcast the Possession Arrow. That is the P O S S E S S I O N Arrow. And you can find me on Twitter at Patrick underscore TPA. And you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin O'Sealy. That's Caitlin K-A-T-E-L-A-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, I will see you in the next episode.